episode 232 of the Truth Quest podcast, The Truth About Political Conspiracy. Recently, I noticed a remarkable trend. The number of political conspiracies being debunked has accelerated at a remarkable pace. When I reflected back on all the collapsing conspiracy theories, I couldn't help but notice two undeniable trends. The first one was, according to leftists, National Democrats, rhinos, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media, conspiracies only come from the right wing, from conservatives, from MAGA. They play the conspiracy theory card in order to deflect criticism of their position or illegalities perpetrated by their side without having to engage in a debate. They play the conspiracy theory card just like they play the racism card. They simply say shit like, Republicans are pouncing on the idea about fill-in-the-blank, or that's a nothing burger, or that's a conspiracy theory. And in their mind, that frees them from having to actually address the issue. If you wait six months to two years, you'll find out that the pouncing was correct, that the nothing burger was actually a filet mignon, and or the conspiracy theory was the truth. These people also propagate real conspiracy theories in order to help them achieve some political objective. I call them manufactured political conspiracy theories. They manipulate you with their conspiracy theories. They gaslight you with their conspiracy theories. Again, simply wait six months to two years and you will invariably find out that they were lying. In this episode, we're going to explore the policy of conspiracy theory as a political strategy. My desired outcome for you is that this becomes one of those things that once you see it, you can never unsee it. Let's start with all things Trump. When the bull in the China shop got elected president, leftists, national Democrats, rhinos, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media went into overdrive manufacturing conspiracy theories about him, his business ventures, his children, and the people associated with them. The whole Russia collusion, Steele dossier, Alpha Bank accusations, and investigations were lies. They were manufactured conspiracy theories. Don't take my word for it. Read the Mueller report. Remember the conspiracy theory about Russia stealing the election from Hillary in favor of Trump? I mean, after all, how in the hell could a woman with the personality of a rock the compassion of an ogre, the criminal record of Bernie Madoff, and the inclinations of a mafia boss not be the number one pick of the American people. On the other hand, anytime Trump or his supporters pointed out things like Obama, Biden, Hillary, and the intelligence community were accessories to the Russia collusion hoax, or you pointed out that the takedowns of Trump allies like Michael Flynn and Roger Stone was a coordinated intimidation political persecution hit job, or when Trump claimed that they were spying on his campaign, what were we told by leftists, national Democrats, rhinos, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media? All right, that all of that was a conspiracy theory. Do you see how this works? Let's look at all things COVID. Think about the sheer volume of manufactured conspiracy theories under the COVID regime. If you're vaccinated, you can't get COVID. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Get the vaccine to protect grandma. The vaccines are safe and effective. We just need 15 days to end the spread. The virus originated in a wet market in China. All of that was bullshit. All of that was conspiracy theories. That was nothing compared to the efforts to deflect the truth 
about the COVID jab with claims of conspiracy theories. When world-renowned, accomplished, highly published, industry-leading virologists warned against taking the mRNA vaccine, when people like Dr. Robert Malone and Peter McCullough and frontline doctors warned that there will be surges in people hospitalized following the injection because their immune systems would be compromised, when the Great Barrington Declaration was published and warned about the COVID jab and its adverse effects, we were told all of that was conspiracy theories, and all of those people were conspiracy theorists. They were censored on social media and in medical journals. They were fired and shunned, and they were right. Meanwhile, millions of people are either dead or maimed by the shot. When you point out that all-cause mortality rates are exponentially higher in the last two years when compared to previous decades, and you wonder out loud, could that have anything to do with the COVID jab? Of course not. That's a conspiracy theory. When you point out that the only reason why the original control group in the Pfizer COVID jab clinical trial were all given the shot can only likely be explained because of unprecedented, unethical, and immoral behavior on the part of the team in charge of the trial because the results were not favorable to Pfizer, so they just wiped out the control group. When you say that, when you point that out or make that suggestion, it's called a conspiracy theory. When you point out that the PCR test that we were all taking was spitting out some 90% false positives, it is called a conspiracy theory, despite the fact that they replaced those PCR tests six to eight months after the claims came out. When you question the unprecedented number of athletes suffering or dying from cardiac arrest, and you ask the question, does this have anything to do with the COVID jab? You're called a conspiracy theorist. What does it say about all the conspiracy theories when the CDC literally changed the definition of vaccine all because the COVID vaccine isn't a vaccine? Anyone who suggested that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine can fight COVID were silenced and censored and called conspiracy theorists. And you know what? They were right. Check out episodes 167 and 214 for a deep dive into that topic. When people pointed out that remdesivir plus a ventilator equaled almost certain death, they were silenced and censored and called conspiracy theorists. And they were right. When you pointed out that masks and lockdowns don't work against COVID, you were silenced and censored and called conspiracy theorists. And you were right. When you pointed out that the COVID vaccine has adverse effects or mentioned that it is an experimental drug, you are silenced and censored and called a conspiracy theorist. And you were right. When you point out that the evidence that the vaccine weakens your immune system and that the more boosters you get, the more likely you are to be hospitalized with COVID, you're silenced and censored and called a conspiracy theorist. And you're telling the truth. When you suggest that the COVID-19 virus does not even meet the definition of a pandemic because it has less than a 1% death rate, you're called a conspiracy theorist. When you explain that COVID deaths were dramatically overstated, some estimates by as much as 90%, because people were being counted who died with COVID as opposed to those dying from COVID, you were silenced and censored and called a conspiracy theorist. And you were right. You were called a conspiracy theorist when you pointed out that it's stupid for young and healthy people to take the jab because the morbidity rate is something like 0.0001%, and that we should focus instead on the obese, the elderly, and those with comorbidities. 
When you pointed out the massive censorship of all things COVID by big tech, you were called a conspiracy theorist. Now, thanks to the Twitter files and the Facebook files, you know that all of that was done at the behest of the federal government, a direct First Amendment violation. When you point out that everyone taking the COVID shot was participating in a vaccine trial without consent, and you warned that Pfizer, Moderna, and the FDA were withholding safety data, you were called a liar and a conspiracy theorist. All of that was true. When you suggested that the origins of COVID-19 was a laboratory in Wuhan, China, partially funded by the U.S. government, you were called a conspiracy theorist. And that was true as well. When you argue that reaching herd immunity was the most effective route in fighting this and most viruses, you were shouted down, censored, and called a conspiracy theorist. Now let's shift gears and see how they manipulate economic news. Have you ever heard of trickle-down economics? Did you know that it's a completely fabricated theory, a manufactured theory, used to bolster the rich don't pay their fair share narrative? It literally does not exist. How about the real theory, I mean conspiracy theory, called modern monetary theory, or MMT, which states that the United States can print money endlessly to pay for endless programs and special interests with no consequences? Check out episode 154 for a deep dive into that topic. How about the conspiracy theory that we were all led to believe over the last few years that inflation is transitory? A known lie when those words were uttered by leftists, national democrats, rhinos, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media. Same thing for the conspiracy theory claim that Putin caused inflation in the United States. How about the claim that we're not in a recession? A recession is not what you think it is. You know, the same definition we've used for decades, two quarters of negative GDP growth. Nope. Just like the definition of vaccine, we in the government are just going to change it to mean something about a broad-based economic slowdown. Yeah, that's it. In other words, it's a manufactured conspiracy theory. Fast forward three, six, nine months, a year later, and bam, every single American with half a brain knows that we are living through a full-blown recession. This ain't a conspiracy theory. This is reality. How about the manufactured conspiracy theory that the rich don't pay their fair share like I just mentioned? Are you sick of hearing that yet? The leftists, national democrats, rhinos, and members of the alphabet soup conspiracy media constantly repeat this refrain, this conspiracy theory, despite the evidence that the top 20% of earners pay 80% of income tax in the United States. You can see for yourself at irs.gov. Those are a few examples of manufactured conspiracy theories in the realm of economics. Let's now examine some examples of leftist national democrats, some rhinos, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media that claim conspiracy theories of economic topics in order to deflect a debate on the topic. Consider the idea of raising the minimum wage and how it hurts low and no experienced workers because they're not worth $15 or $20 an hour. What do we hear? That's not true. That's a conspiracy theory, despite the fact that it's true. Today, when economists, market observers, and average people like myself warn that inflation is going to be out of control due to Trump's and Biden's money supply expansion, and or we warn about the inevitable re recession due to decades of irresponsible spending and the Federal Reserve's zero interest rate policy, we are ignored, shouted down, and or called conspiracy theorists. 
Fast forward 12 months. How much are a dozen eggs now compared to last year? How much more is your energy bill? Have you seen mortgage interest rates lately? Have you shopped for a car recently? Have you seen the jobs numbers lately? Have you read the headlines about layoffs? Instead of debating any of these facts, those who don't care about the country simply play the conspiracy theory card in order to avoid having to discuss it. Those who argue that the Federal Reserve was monetizing the debt were called conspiracy theorists. The mother of all lies from the Obama years was Ben Bernanke's proclamation that we are not monetizing the debt. That was 2012. Ten years later, and the Federal Reserve's balance sheet stands at $9 trillion. It was $3 trillion in 2012. And you wonder why inflation is such a problem? Those of us who pay the least bit of attention to the financial markets saw the idea of central bank digital currency coming about two years ago. We warned about the consequences to privacy and liberty. We warned about the built-in inflation mechanism. And what was the reaction of leftists, national democrats, rhinos, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media? That's not true. That's conspiracy theory. Check out episode 216 if you're interested in that topic. What do you make of 51 former intelligence officers who signed a letter stating that the Hunter Biden laptop had all the hallmarks of Russia disinformation? Do you smell a manufactured conspiracy theory? Given the fact that the laptop's contents have been widely available on the internet for, what, three or four years, wouldn't you have to classify such a statement by such supposedly esteemed individuals as a conspiracy theory par excellence? Speaking of Hunter Biden's laptop, how about his daddy? If you point to the evidence that Joe is a foreign agent, as Biden Inc. has been peddling and selling Joe's influence for decades, you are, of course, called a conspiracy theorist. The dude used his power and position to benefit foreign entities at the expense of the United States. That ain't a conspiracy theory. Check out episodes 91, 118, 184, and 223 for a little flavor on Joe, the Biden crime family, Hunter Biden's laptop, and Joe's propensity to lie. The entire episode on January 6th was one of the biggest manufactured conspiracy theories in U.S. history. It was an insurrection? Really? We're supposed to believe that a ragtag group of unarmed, unorganized protesters who walked in the open doors of the Capitol nearly overthrew the entire U.S. government? Leftists, National Democrats, rhinos, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media played up the death of Capitol Hill police officer Brian Sicknick to a sickening extent. All of it was manufactured. On the other hand, virtually every claim about that day and the treatment of some of the protesters is met with the usual claims of conspiracy theory. When you point out how the FBI has hunted down and violated people's Fourth Amendment rights in order to persecute and prosecute some who had nothing to do with trespassing and property damage perpetrated on that day, you are called a conspiracy theorist. When you point out that these people, many of whom are still in jail two years later, have had their Sixth Amendment right to a speedy trial violated, when you point out that these people are essentially political prisoners, you're called a conspiracy theorist. By American standards of jurisprudence, it is absolutely appalling, and everyone involved, from the lawyers to the judges, should be disbarred and or impeached. Oh, and don't you dare mention the fact that FBI sources, federal law enforcement officers, and people like Ray Epps were heavily involved in the illegal activities that day at the Capitol. If you do, 
You're called a conspiracy theorist, despite video evidence and eyewitness testimony stating otherwise. And don't even think about mentioning Roseanne Boylan or Ashley Babbitt, who were both killed at the Capitol, unlike Officer Brian Sicknick. Can you think of other manufactured conspiracy theories designed to gaslight and deflect debate? Let's go back in the archives. How about weapons of mass destruction? How many of you were around back when George W. Bush and basically everyone in D.C. pushed the narrative that Saddam Hussein had WMDs, and therefore we must go to war with him? I certainly was, and I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I backed Bush 110%. Problem. That was a conspiracy theory. They made that shit up. Colin Powell, the then Secretary of State and widely respected on all sides of the aisle, was sent to make the case before the United Nations. Turns out, there weren't any WMDs. What do we get in return? On top of the obvious invasion of Iraq, we got the War on Terror, which brought us all kinds of lies and lies by omission, as Julian Assange has demonstrated. Beyond the destruction of a sovereign country, Iraq, we had black sites and torture, of course, both called conspiracy theories at the time, not to mention the millions of innocent civilian deaths. How about Obamacare? How many of you remember the often repeated proclamation of families will save $2,500 a year, and if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor? Everything about the socialized medicine scheme known as Obamacare was a manufactured conspiracy theory. More recently, we've been subjected to manufactured conspiracy theories about QAnon, the alt-right, Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, white supremacists. All the ills of the world are laid at the feet of these groups that 99% of Americans have no idea who or what they are or what they're about. It's actually quite comical. The entire climate change, global warming, Green New Deal is bullshit. It is a manufactured conspiracy theory. There's no science to back up any of their grandiose claims of eliminating fossil fuels and replacing them with wind and solar. At this point in our technological advancement, it is an impossibility. And yet leftists, national democrats, rhinos, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media continue to spew this manufactured conspiracy theory that it can be accomplished. It's sick, twisted, and evil because it is known to be a lie, and yet they push the agenda anyways. That is why I call the national democrats the doomsday cult formerly known as the Democratic Party, because they are literally advocating for lower standards of living for their own constituents in the name of a known conspiracy theory. How about the manufactured conspiracy theory they have been pushing for the last several years that there are no differences between boys and girls? We are just supposed to ignore biology. Oh, and how about the manufactured conspiracy theory surrounding the Antifa BLM riots in the summer of rage in 2020? Remember, they were mostly peaceful. And destruction of property? It's not violence. It's all bullshit. It's nothing more than a manufactured conspiracy theory designed to deflect and avoid a real debate. The whole Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide is a sad but laughable manufactured conspiracy theory. But it is important for leftists and national democrats and for all I know, some Republicans, to protect their own who may have participated in his lavish international whorehouse and pedophile island. See how this works? This technique of preemptive conspiracy theories isolates the left from even having to field questions about a controversial subject because they can dismiss it out of hand and laugh it off as a conspiracy theory. They will even mock those who bring these topics up.
Let's look at some other examples of preemptive claim of conspiracy theory as a way to deflect criticism and avoid debate. How about the biggest conspiracy theory probably in American history? That being the claim that the CIA was involved in the assassination of JFK. How has that been responded to? With facts and figures? Nope. Of course not. For more than 60 years, the records were sealed only to be slowly declassified. Biden even ordered the declassification of more recently, all of which pointed to this so-called conspiracy theory being true. Oh well, JFK is long dead and so are all those involved. They got what they wanted and as usual, there are no consequences when government actors behave badly. If you pointed towards the looming collapse of the economy back in 2007 and 2008, you were labeled a conspiracy theorist and an alarmist. The idea that the housing market was strong, as George W. Bush and Barney Frank and Chris Dodd told us, was a conspiracy theory in and of itself. As opposed to all things Trump, whereby most every narrative was a conspiracy theory, meaning they were manufactured and they were lies. When it came to the anointed one, Barack Hussein Obama, every criticism leveled against him, any scandal attached to him, especially those with a trace of truth attached to them, were deemed what? Can you say it with me? A conspiracy theory. Case in point, if you question Obama's birth certificate, you were called a conspiracy theorist, a birther. Why not produce the damn thing and just shut everybody up? If you talked about the apparent gun-running scheme between the U.S. government and Mexico, known as Fast and Furious, you were called a conspiracy theorist. Why not dispute the claim? If you discussed the IRS targeting of Tea Party groups, you were called a conspiracy theorist. Why? Because it was true. If you dared speak the truth about Obama and Hillary's manhandling of the Benghazi debacle, you were called a conspiracy theorist. How about Hillary Clinton? Her obvious health problems during the 2016 campaign was what? A conspiracy theory. Claims that the Clinton Foundation was nothing more than an influence peddling operation, her illegal email server, you know, the one that its very existence was called a conspiracy theory, the one that she had in her home in New York that got hacked by foreign actors, you know, the one that the FBI director said no reasonable prosecutor would pursue a case like this, if you claimed that it was nothing more than a library of classified documents accessible to the highest bidder or donors to the Clinton Foundation, you were called a conspiracy theorist. I guess that explains why donations to the Clinton Foundation dried up the minute she lost the election to Trump. When it comes to claiming conspiracy theory, few topics get leftists, national Democrats, rhinos, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media more excited and, dare I say, more horny than claims of voter fraud. In the 2020 presidential election, there were widespread voter improprieties, illegalities, and irregularities. Lots of shady shit went on in Democrat-controlled counties in battleground states. Enough illegal votes were cast to prove one thing. We don't know who won the election. When you look at the number of illegal absentee ballots printed and cast, any fair-minded person sees it for what it is. What are we being told instead? It's a conspiracy theory. It makes no difference as the evidence leaks out over time because mission accomplished, the election's over, the big bad orange man is gone, and the corrupt, dementia-ridden dimwit Biden is in. The guy didn't even campaign. His so-called rallies had a few dozen people in attendance, whereas Trump attracted tens of thousands night after night. 
You have to be a partisan hack or an idiot to think Biden actually won that election without fraudulent ballots being cast and counted. The same people who manufactured the Russia stole the 2016 election from Hillary in favor of Trump conspiracy theory are the same ones who call real evidence of voter fraud in 2020 a conspiracy theory. You see how this works? Once you do, you'll never unsee it. By the way, I've published a number of episodes on the topic of voter fraud. Check out episode 122, 130, and 131. Let's look at more deflective claims of conspiracy theory. Like the fact that the Medicare trust fund will be bankrupt by 2030 and Social Security will be bankrupt by 2033. You're not allowed to say that in Nick's company because it's a lie. It's a conspiracy theory. What about suggesting that the practice of Congress of front-running stock and option trades using insider knowledge about future legislation should be criminalized? What do you get? Well, that's not true. That's a conspiracy theory. When it comes to what I call the alternate media or conservative media or the real media, leftists, national democrats, rhinos, and members of the alphabet soup conspiracy media regularly portray these outlets as conspiracy sites as a way of dismissing them. In their mind, they discredit the source rather than defend or dispute what the source is reporting on. Think Project Veritas, The Gateway Pundit, The Blaze, The Daily Wire, Conservative Treehouse, Fox News, OAN, Newsmax, Epoch Times, Washington Times, LewRockwell.com, Antiwar.com, or platforms like Gab, Getter, BitChute, Brighteon, Parler, Telegram, Truth Social. If you claim that the southern border is wide open because it is wide open, you're called a conspiracy theorist. All you hear is, that's a conspiracy theory. Meanwhile, just tune into any one of those alternative media outlets I just mentioned, and boom, it's right there in your face. It's the truth. What about big tech censorship? Well, we've mentioned it a little back in the COVID section, but of course, we're told it's a conspiracy theory. Or the fact that online censorship by big tech was done at the direction of the federal government in direct violation of the First Amendment. Again, that's a conspiracy theory. Except that it's true, unfortunately. Just look at the recently exposed Twitter files and Facebook files. By the way, check out episode 228, The Truth About the Twitter Files, if you're interested in a deep dive. The same FBI that called Hunter Biden's laptop disinformation wants you to believe that the Twitter files are a conspiracy theory. At some point, you just have to laugh at the level of idiocy. Remember when people expressed concern about critical race theory being taught in schools because it was being taught in schools? We were told by school officials not to believe in our eyes, our ears, our children's homework assignments, or the words coming out of the mouths of some teachers. That was a conspiracy theory. Check out episode 150 for an explanation of what CRT is. What about the claim that the DOJ was targeting parents who showed up at local school board meetings to protest CRT being taught in their schools or to protest the practice of allowing biological boys into girls' locker rooms and bathrooms because they identify as a girl? Yep, that was a conspiracy theory too, only it was true. Staying with the theme of parents and kids in school, if you bring up the fact that there are bad actors in schools who are grooming kids in gender, fluidity, sexuality, and other age-inappropriate stuff, if you mention stuff like libs of TikTok and the child exploitation shit that was allowed on Twitter before Elon took it over, you are called a conspiracy theorist. If you mention how the left is 
working to normalize more deviant behavior. Now it's the minor attracted person movement. You're called a conspiracy theorist. They don't defend the practice. They just name call and deflect debate for explanation. Let's examine the recently concluded World Economic Forum Conference in Davos, Switzerland, where a bunch of well-connected, rich, and opinionated assholes talk to each other for five or six days, telling each other how smart they are and pontificating on how lucky the other seven billion people on the planet are to have them to direct our lives. They say shit like, you will own nothing, you will have no privacy. They talk about the New World Order and the Great Reset. When you mention these things, you are called a conspiracy theorist, despite the fact that the first three points have been spoken out loud on numerous occasions by the globalist asswipes who participated in the Davos conference, and Klaus Schwab, the crazy-looking bald chairman or leader of this group of well-connected, rich, opinionated assholes, he actually wrote a book entitled The Great Reset, COVID-19. Speaking of well-connected, rich, opinionated, globalist assholes, did you know that they want us to eat bugs? What the hell am I talking about? Bugs? That's just a conspiracy theory, right? Unfortunately not. Despite the claims of leftists, national democrats, globalists, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media, they are very serious. See, they want to replace meat in our diet with bugs because cows and pigs, they emit methane gas when they fart. And methane gas causes the unproven, manufactured conspiracy theory called global warming, despite the fact that the globe is not warming. You can laugh all you want. Just wait six months. You'll be seeing public service announcements about eating bugs. I guarantee it. Similarly, if you point out that the petrodollar scheme is about to come to a dramatic and detrimental end for the American people, what do you hear? Ah, that's a lie. That's a conspiracy theory. Meanwhile, the honest financial press is filled with stories about how Saudi Arabia is facilitating the demise of the petrodollar. Check out episode 191 for a deep dive into that topic. From now on, if someone from the government, the alphabet soup conspiracy media, leftists, or rhinos call something a conspiracy theory, assume that it's true. And if these same people manufacture their own conspiracy theories, assume they are lying. You can rest assured that if you sit back and wait six months to two years, you will see that this theory plays out more often than not. But rather than sitting back and being passive, I would encourage you to attack rhetorically those who throw around the conspiracy theory banner or manufacture them. Challenge their claims and force them to provide evidence to support their positions. In the end, these people are cowards. They hide behind the conspiracy theory moniker in order to deflect criticism hoping to avoid being forced to defend their positions. Don't afford them that luxury. And that's the truth about political conspiracy theories. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.